You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Proverbs chapter, 20, chapter 10, verse 22. Proverbs 10, 22. The Bible says, The blessing of, of the Lord, it makes rich and adds no sorrow. Let's read it again. One more time. Do you believe it? Can you shout amen? amen. Hallelujah. Let's have us say this morning, the blessing of the Lord, it makes rich and it adds no sorrow. The blessing of the Lord empowers to be rich. It eliminates sorrow. So there is an answer to sorrows. The Bible said the blessing, it makes rich. And it adds no sorrow. So I will give a short recap of what we discussed for service. Because uh, it's supposed to be quite brief. I just want to pray for everybody. Hallelujah. That is what I've been instructed to do this morning. But prayer must be based on understanding. So you must understand what I'm about to do this morning. I'm about to pronounce God's blessing upon the congregation. Praise the Lord. And the Bible said the effect of the blessing is that it makes rich and it adds no sorrow. So in first service, we look at the story of a man by the name Jabez in first Chronicles chapter 4 from verse 9. The Bible said Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And the Bible said that his mother named it Jabez because she gave back to him in sorrow. So at times, and th- that's quite deep, that uh, somebody gave back, you know, uh, some people are in a situation that they have no control over. And they are not responsible for. We, we don't know from the Bible what exactly happened to Jabez's mother that made, them, made her to name him Jabez. But we established in first uh, service that in Old Testament, names were more important than what we think of names when we talk about now, uh, uh, in our own time now. Your name then revealed your identity and your destiny. They weren't giving out names casually in the Old Testament or the Bible. Everybody's name represented their destiny and their identity. So when the mother said that you are a son that causes sorrow, or you are somebody that sorrow emanates from, or somebody that produces sorrow, uh, it, it, the boundaries of his life were defined. His destiny was capped. Now, I, after saying that, I said that the mistake people make when they are in this kind of scenario is to begin to attack the cause, go for deliverance, pray against ancestral spirit, and that God does not have time to start removing sorrow one after the other by dealing with it. What God does is God introduces the blessing. The blessing makes rich and cuts out the sorrow. So when a man is under a curse and he goes before God, God does not say that all the ancestral causes in your life are commanded. God simply blesses the person. When you are blessed, sorrow will go. Did you get that? Praise the Lord. So Jabez captured it very well. When he wanted to pray, he did not say, oh God, oh God, help me. He started by saying that, oh, that you bless me indeed. Jabez must have listened to Pastor Lass' message. <laughs> so he recognized that what I need is to ask for the blessing. So Jabez said, oh, because somebody must have told him this. He came to each other and he bought the message. So he understood. 
So he said, oh God, oh that you bless me indeed. That will answer. It will lead to expansion. Then it will cause this grief not to grieve me. And the Bible said God answered him. So he became more honorable than his brethren. And then, so we start on that note. And then secondly, I move to the second point that God understands that you cannot function in this world without the blessing. So when he created Adam, Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, the Bible says in verse 28, and God blessed them. The first conversation, the first interaction between God and man was God blessing man. When he created man and he said something like, you cannot survive on this, in, on this plane that is called the earth without the blessing. So God blessed them. And then that race ended. But Noah survived the race. He became the person that uh, started a new race. And as soon as he came again, you know, the flood came. And the whole earth was flooded. And then Noah was in the ark for about se several months. And then again, inside the ark, as soon as the ark rested on Mount Ararat, and Noah was to come down from the ark. So in Genesis chapter 9, the first thing God said to Noah as he was stepping out of the ark again is that, I need to let you know again that nobody makes it in this world without the blessing. So the Bible says, and God blessed Noah and his sons. And he said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. The same words that God said to Adam. He said it to Noah again. That this is the order. And then in Genesis chapter 12, when God called Abraham from people who, had, people who were into idolatry then, and was to start a new nation with Abraham, again, God called Abraham out and he said, you know what? You are getting out of your family to a land that I will show you. But you need something there. The Bible said, God bless Abraham. The blessing. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Okay, so, because what we're about to do this morning, so we read uh, number chapter 6. So God spoke to Moses. And I'm, I want to carry out that kind of instruction this morning. God spoke to Moses in number 6, 23. And he said that, speak unto Aaron and his son. That means anybody called a priest. Now, this was the priesthood under Aaron's uh, order. The priesthood I'm operating on this morning, operating under this morning, is that of Melchizedek, superior to that of Aaron, because of our Lord Jesus Christ. So he told Aaron, that he said, on this way shall bless the children of Israel, saying unto them. So God said, you must bless them. You must bless them. And he said, this is how you bless them. He said, the Lord bless thee. Ah, you should say amen to that. Even though we are going to say that at the end of the day, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. And the Lord makes his face to shine upon thee. And be gracious to thee. Next verse. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee. And give thee peace. Next one. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel. And I will bless them. So the name of God can be put upon a man. So God told Moses that, tell your brother Aaron, I brought Israel out of Egypt. I am there with the pillar of cloud every day. They see my glory every day. But they still need a man called the priest to come out and bless them. He said, when you do that, you put my name on them and they shall be blessed. That's what I've come to do this morning. But I want to show you something before we move forward. Genesis chapter 49. So it's supposed to be a church because we are going to pray in a while. Or we, are you ready? Praise the Lord. The blessing makes rich. In the name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit. Whatsoever does not represent God's plan in people's life. 
in few minutes' time now will be shattered. Because the blessing is coming. And this will create mighty things in your life. Now, look at this. Jacob called his sons together and he said, Gather yourself together that I may tell you what shall befall you in the last days. He was just operating prophetic gift as their father. Next verse. Gather yourself together, here, ye sons of Jacob, acting unto Israel your father. Next verse. Reuben, thou art my firstborn, my might, the beginning of my strength, the excellency of dignity, the excellency of power. Next verse. Unstable as water, thou shalt not excel. Oh. oh, I feel sorry for Reuben. Because thou went up to thy father's bed, and defilest thou it. He went up to my couch. When Jacob wanted to die, he called his sons together. Oh, the, the anointing of the Almighty is here. It does not matter who said what or what is responsible, where everybody is at. A change is about to take place. Jacob called them together, and these were his last words, and these were not ordinary words. These were prophetic utterances. And Reuben was the firstborn. According to the law in the Bible, firstborn were entitled to double portion. But in the case of Reuben, the Bible says one of the days when they were waiting for Joseph to arrive, or something, some one of the days, he slept with his father's concubine. And one of the sons saw it. Now the father got to know, but he kept quiet. Men were falling in those. They didn't say anything about it until they wanted to die. So all the children lined up before him. He knew by the spirit that his time was up to leave the earth. And as he sat on his bed, he said, let me tell you what will happen to all of you. I'm about to shape your destiny by the words of my mouth. That's what he was telling them. And that fits into Hebrews chapter 11. The Bible says that by faith, we'll be like the words that we see were framed by the words of God. It says so that the things that we see did not come from visible things. So invisible words, they shape visible things. So at times, what you see around you are the result of words spoken over your life, negatively or positively. So he said, I'm about to tell you what will become of it. In other words, guys, listen to me. All you 12 children of Jacob, no matter what you do in life, what will do is not what determine your placement. Like what I'm about to say as your father Jacob, as my last moment on earth is what fixes your position. And Reuben came as the firstborn with John and he knelt down. And he heard his father say that, you shall not excel. And if you study the Bible, the tribe of, that was how the leadership of the tribe went to Judah, who was the firstborn. Reuben first, Simeon second, Levi third, and then Judah was fourth. But the inheritance, even Jesus came from the tribe, went to Judah straight. But then, Reuben, as he was thinking, nothing for us again. Then a man came. Deuteronomy chapter 33. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If the church all over the world will understand it, this is how causes are dealt with. When you focus on the wrong thing and you are fighting the enemy, there's a problem. Look at this. Let's start from verse 1 again. So Moses was under the anointing of the Spirit. Please, verse 1, verse 1. Hallelujah. And this is the blessing where the Moses, the man of God, blessed the children of Israel before his death. So Moses too was about to die. And he began to see, he said, The Lord came from Sinai and rose upon Seir unto them. He shined forth and then go. He said, He sent her before him. You, yea, he loved the people. All the saints are thy hand, are in thy hand. And they sat at thy feet. Everyone received of thy word. 
Verse 4. Moses commanded us a law, even an inheritance of the condition of Jacob. Verse 5. He was king in Jerusalem. When the heads of the people and the tribes of Israel were gathered, then Moses too started with Reuben, just as the father. He said, let Reuben live and not die. What's the next word? Jacob put a cap on his expansion. He said, you shall not excel. Stay there. When Moses came, he didn't talk about, I rebuke, I remove what Jacob said. No. <laughs> Everybody said the blessing. All Moses needed to do was just to pronounce the blessing on Reuben. That blessing set him free from whatever whoever said before. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. This is the power of the blessing. The Bible says it makes rich and it adds no sorrow. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Before this Jacob, the, the person I feel for most Manasseh, the son of one of the sons of Joseph. Manasseh did not have anybody like Moses to speak for him. Because it was not only um, Reuben that Papa Jacob did this injustice to. When they brought the grandchildren also, there were two of them. Jo Joseph just came. The Bible said they told you that your father is dying. So he took his two sons and he came. They just knew that something must be pronounced. Maybe they read Ahead of time, Numbers chapter 6, that a priest can set a person's life. So J Joseph brought his two sons and said, My father, my father, you need to say something about these boys before you go. And the father looked at the two of them. So when he wanted to pray, Joseph put the second firstborn under his right hand because in those the right hand represented double portion. So, and that was the inheritance of the firstborn. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, <laughs> amen. There was a time, I will quote it, but you understand what I'm saying. That one of, one of the, you consider the, the, the most popular man of God, Nigeria, leading men of God, people didn't notice then. That man prayed for, the, for one of the former presidents. When the guy was becoming president, he put the right down on him, and against all laws, he became president. The next time he prayed for the guy, next election, he put his left hand on him and he lost the election. Go and check what I've just said. And I heard this same man, he thought like seven years ago that I have told my children, when someone wants to lay, your, lay hands on you, please put your head under the right hand. If a person thought that as a whole message and he put his left hand on the president, <laughs> so people were shouting there, this president went there to the car, they prayed, hey, we still want the election. Sense, spiritual sense. Sometimes it might be to say your time is up and there will not be war, but you will go. But let's leave that. Anyway, let's focus on I have spoken part in part, but don't worry. If you, if you know, you know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> so let nobody take me of that. That's just, if you, it's just a personal opinion. So, amen. Hallelujah. So this guy did this. He put his right hand. So he wanted to pray. And the Bible says he couldn't see very well. Even as he couldn't see, when Joseph stood behind his two sons, he was expecting the father to pray now, their own grandpa, Joseph's father. And instead of papa praying, the papa just did like this. So the Bible said, Joseph came and said, my father, my father, no, 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 no. You are putting the left hand on the firstborn. That's wrong. And Jacob said, no, I know what I'm doing. And he made a statement that should make 
Manasseh to start crying. This is the younger boy. This is the firstborn. Boy, he crossed his hand. That means the right hand going to the end of the secondborn. And when Joseph was saying that, Daddy, don't do that. He said, I know, I know. He said, you see this one. He will also become great. He said, but surely his younger brother will be far greater than him. Now, let's read. Where is that, Where is that portion? He said, I know it. He said, he shall also become a people. He shall also be great. But truly, his younger brother shall be greater than he. And he still shall become a multitude of nations. Now, look at the next verse. This is very powerful. He blessed them that day. Now, he blessed them. And he said, in this shall Israel be named. Saying, God make thee. So, he mentioned the second book first. Ephraim is the second book. As Ephraim and Manasseh. And the Bible puts, look at the last word. This is powerful. And he set Ephraim before Manasseh. That was set. Genesis chapter 1. The Bible says God created two lights. The sun. And he set it in the atmosphere. So since he set it till today, the sun has not fallen down. That means it's an irreversible order. Irreversible setting. You can set and reset your phone. But when the Almighty said something... It is set whatever. Hallelujah. So, it set the sun. So, the Bible used this word set again here. A very strong word. That does is set. That means, no matter what in life, Manasseh could labor forever. He will never be as great as his younger brother, Ephraim. Because the grandpa set the order. The only thing that could have helped Manasseh, if there was a man like Moses again, under the anointing, to look at Manasseh and to say that. It doesn't say that all that your father said against you are reverse it. It just needs somebody with higher anointing to just say, Manasseh, you shall be great without boundary. You shall multiply like the sound of a sea. That cap will go and it will begin to expand. The blessing. I don't intend to go deeper than this in this way because all I just want to do is to speak. My time is already 14 more minutes. But I believe that you already have been understanding what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Somebody might have been operating under a situation that is very funny. Negative circumstances all around you and everything. I'm just about to pronounce the blessing on you. It makes rich. It adds no sorrow. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. When it is on you, everybody will recognize it. Every Christian is our inheritance. By the virtue of being in Christ, it's already in you. But there's a difference between something being you and something being activated upon you. I'm about to bless everybody. So I want to follow that in Numbers chapter 6. Glory, lift up your hand on your seats. Can you begin to pray in the Spirit? Why praying? I saw families, people in trouble. Some people just know. I, I, I'm not talking about people who are lazy around trying to put everything as spiritual stuff. But genuinely, some keep meeting brick walls. You've read books, you've attended seminars just to succeed. Yet it looks as if nothing much. He told me, bless the congregation. That's what I've come to do today. As I speak over you, I will follow that pattern in Numbers chapter 6. Something is coming on the old congregation. Now if you want to rise, if you want to kneel, you can kneel. Something is happening. Prepare to receive. 
God blessed them and he said to them, Be fruitful. Then he commanded Moses, He said, Tell the Aaron and his sons. So, not Aaron only. Anybody anointed can bless. Balaam said, I've received the commandment to bless. So, it's something that should happen periodically. We saw it in Jacob. Ephraim multiplied, not because Ephraim was good. Ephraim multiplied because somebody, somebody, a man of God, spoke into his life. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Give me next verse here. I want to speak from according to what is written. Hallelujah. Get ready to say amen. In the name of Jesus, the Lord bless thee. Amen. And keep you. Amen. The Lord makes his face to shine upon you. Amen. And be gracious to you. Amen. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee. Amen. And give thee peace. Amen. Now wait. Give me um, Psalm. Psalm 43, 44, verse 3. I want to show you the effect of what I'm, Psalm 40, 44, verse 3. Look at this, everybody. Just look at this. The Bible says, For they got not the land in possession by their sword, by their own sword. Your sword is not needed. That was about your sweat. Neither did their own arms save them. By strength shall no man prevail. But the Bible says, How did they get the land? How did they get their inheritance? Bible said, but by thy right hand and thy arm, look at the next word, the light of thy countenance. So I say to you, may the Lord shine the light of his countenance on you. May the hand of God be revealed on your behalf. In the name of Jesus Christ, may the Lord give you peace, cause his face to shine upon you. In the name of Jesus Christ, let this blessing be upon you. I name on you the name of the Lord. Amen. And this will be recognized by everybody you meet. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Be fruitful. Amen. Multiply. Amen. Replenish the earth. Amen. Subdue. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Anyone that God has blessed, no man can curse. So the blessing of the Lord is upon you. Amen. It empowers you to be rich. Amen. It empowers you to be prosperous. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Glory to your name. Begin to give thanks to God. Just worship Him. If there is a song very precious to so sing it now. Let's do that for about two minutes. Everybody. And I want you to as you sing, also you can dance. Forget about it. Please shut your eyes. Forget about your neighbor now. Is there a song you like? Or there's a statement you like? Turn into a song. I want everybody to rejoice before the Lord before we go. Sing to your Savior. Sing to your Maker. Sing a song to Him. Express your worship to Him. Give Him thanks. Oh, we give you praise. Oh, Malama Shalamandala you are my God, and your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Yahweh. You are my God, and your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Yahweh.
thank you Lord Jesus there is someone here because of this blessing that, that just landed on you because you are this blessing this speaking that I've just done by the spirits don't be afraid of death yes your father died early you are not going to the number of your years God will fulfill if there is anybody under the sound of my voice keep on stop that the grave is calling you pulling you the bible talks about you are appointed with death being cancelled Jesus conquered death Jesus conquered death the Bible says a true death destroy him that had the power of death. That those who are all through their life and subject to the fear of death might be set free. In the name of Jesus Christ, O conquer death, I speak to you. You shall not die. Believe. Believe to declare the works of God. The Lord will have me tell that person in particular if you have been afraid of death, and you are already making plans of what might happen when you go. You don't exactly say it like that to people, but some of the investment, what you are trying to do, you are thinking about what happens to my children, what happens when I go. It will have me tell you right now. You are not going to die, so stop making those plans. If you are applying for another reason, good, but stop making those plans. The will of the enemy will never come to pass over your life. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise. See, great and mighty doors being opened. Glory to God. Oh, thank you. You shall, you shall celebrate. Shall be full of joy. Your mouth will give him praise. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Father. In great places, people are speaking for you. And they are calling for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, health is yours. Peace is yours. In Jesus' name, you are walking under the countenance of Jehovah. So there is favor constantly. We forbid accidents. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you. You are protected on every side. Oh, thank you, Jesus. No breaking into your home. You no breaking into what belongs to you, Amen. no stealing or something valuable from Amen. you. In the name of Jesus, Amen. your children are protected. Great is the peace of your children, Amen. whether they are in school on the road or at home. In the name of Jesus, Amen. you are blessed. Amen. Thank you, Father. Lord, I pray for every man in this church, every married man, none will stray. Amen. The blessing. Will repair strange women. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You. All our women are fruitful. Amen. Not only biologically, even the place of work and everywhere they are. Amen. I bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. There shall none be barren. Amen. None will cast your young. Amen. That means nobody will suffer miscarriage. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to your name, Lord. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. 
Can somebody shout a living amen? Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Twin Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.